I'm the incarnation where them cardinals at With them cardinals on their glove and the cardinal hat I'm in the cardinal sports zone spitting cardinal raps Say it C-A-R-D-X, let's go Play a cardinal game, get a cardinal start Play a Welcome back, happy new year It's the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast I'm your host, Jeremy Wallman, here with my guys. We got a different crew this week. Wes couldn't be here uh, because of personal obligations. Uh, Sean, same, he uh, had a family emergency. We're going to start off the show by hoping for the best for his niece, Angel. Uh, send a prayer. If you believe in sending prayers, send one up for her. She's, uh, she's a tough girl. She's battling some stuff, and I don't want to give away too much information. I don't know what Sean would be comfortable with me sharing, but... Uh, let, let's send a prayer up for her because she is a very special young lady and that's uh, Sean's heart. So let, just let's say some positive things for all the people. And, guys, we had an ungodly amount of people for the last seven, eight, nine days that were like in my DMs like, when y'all going to do another show? We can't wait to hear what y'all have to say about the Kentucky. Ooh, I caught myself. Uh, Almost a dollar in the swear jar about about the blue game, and I'm like, you know what? We deserve some time off. We work hard, we play hard, and we get hard things done around the house. Yeah, Ah, not John though, but uh, (laughs) that one was for you, homie. Pause. Lost but not forgot. Oh wait a minute, not lost. He ain't lost. He ain't lost. (laughs) Not here but not forgotten either. But uh, who we who we talking about? Never mind the fact. No, but uh. That was awesome. And of course, we wanted to bring you a show from right after the game, but we were all spending holiday time with our families. and uh, Or working. Or working. Joey was working. But we're glad to be back here for, uh, for you all for the midseason kickoff of season two. Uh, again, welcome to the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast brought to you by the Jamon Brown Foundation and coming to you live from the Custom Multicade Studios. Uh, I'm here with, I said, a special crew. We have no Wes. We have no Sean, but we do have a big return today, no pun intended. But I'll go ahead and introduce to my right, the blue chipper, the five, the six-star athlete, Dalton Pence. Six-star, I like it. What's going on, everybody? We got – he asked what was – I'm going to mute him. Anyway, uh, then we got next to him, the Kansas City Chief, Sam Baisden. What up? And then next to him is Mr. Still Your Girl. And I've seen it happen. My little brother, the not-so-little Joe Woman. What's up? <laughs> Short. So anticlimactic. I'm, I'm looking at a death stare now from Joey to our special guest. He, no pun intended, is almost larger than life. Got a big heart. Big All the tons. We love him. You know, he, he tested negative for COVID this week, but positive for high cholesterol. He is our man. Look, you've not been here in a while. I had to fire off a couple of jokes. I understand. I understand. The man, the myth, oh, man. the illiterate legend, <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Sorry, I know that wasn't Dalton Pence. I was going to say you might as well let Dalton Yeah, let's hear a Dalton Pence no. introduction instead. No. I can give you my, uh, my Howard Finkel. I'm good. The microphone's just, <laughs> I tried to do that and it got too loud in my ear. So I apologize for screaming in everybody's ears out there, except for John Lindeman from Twitter. I hope I burst your ears out every time. Shout out, John Lindeman. 
<laughs> Who's John Linderen? That's why he was kicked off the show. That's why I got to butcher him his name right now. Start out with. That's I got to butcher him his name. <laughs> oh my goodness! Talking about uh, things. I don't uh, plan on saying a whole lot today. Uh, I'm just going to listen to Higgy. Should have uh, shit in the hand. <laughs> it's not Pittsburgh yet. I was just hanging in Penitentiary's hand and handed to him. Did you just say Shittacus? <laughs> I swear. Did you just well. say Shittacus? It is our first Shittacus of the year, so happy, you know, happy yeah. New Year on that. There you go. You going to it? Uh, there, there, there. Twenty twenty was Shittacus. Duncan yep. just asks if I'm going. Let me see that. What is, Hold uh, up, bro. That's Can my I coaster. It's uh, already happened. Bro, it's been happened. Here, it's been happened. That's my coat. You just do my coaster. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just do Sam's coaster. Shout out to Paige for the coaster. Uh, Shout out to who? What? Paige. You know, who? The girl. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, that's messed up. Paige, if you're listening, Higgy's throwing shots Smack at you. Smack him, Paige. I'm not. She won't dare. Ooh. Or who? What am I talking about? Who, who won't dare? <laughs> Something did happen over the break from the last time we recorded the show is that CSE What's that? celebrated their birthday. So happy, birthday. happy nine year anniversary, or birthday anniversary or whatever to Cardinal Sports Zone, uh, raising a drink in their honor, mostly because it's me. Here, here. Uh, and us, us. I mean, y'all are a part of it. I mean, I've been here since day one. I've been down since day one. But uh, but good stuff, man. I'm glad that the site is still providing quality content for everybody. And here's hoping to another ten or more years. I don't know if I'll be able to do it for 10 more years, but but let, let's hope for it. Let's give it a shot. I'll be here talking as long as y'all are here listening. All right, let's kick off the show, though. And, and believe uh, me, he can talk. I can. I can. Uh, do you have any, uh, real quick, do you have any thoughts on Maryland, Joey? Still suck. Okay. <laughs> Just I wanted, to, I wanted to get the first New Maryland year, same up. Maryland. Hey, they might have cost uh, Tom Harmon his job, too. Cost who? Tom Herman, Tom Herman. Oh, Tom, yeah. He's trash, too. <laughs> <laughs> because he couldn't beat them. I mean, Texas starts with a T. Great. <laughs> <laughs> trash. Great. Gr- Which one's Higgy? One, two, three, four, five. Six. Okay. All right. That made that made the microphone a lot better. All right. Let's go ahead and kick it off with uh, the game against the boys in blue. And I'm not talking about the LMPD either. I'm uh, talking about the blank wild blanks, and uh, <laughs> we got the W just as I suspected. I thought it was going to be a – I did not think it was going to be as tight of a game. I guess I should have realized that the last three or four times we beat them, it was by three points. It, it, was, a ver- it was a very, very emotional game, as all Louisville blank games are. Uh, what uh, – I, I guess I'll just start out with you, Dalton, because you're sitting next sure. to me. What – what stood out to you? What? Wh- how were you feeling after the game? You know, just things of that nature. Because I can tell you all this. My stomach was in knots all the way to the – even oh, after yeah. we went up by seven, I looked to my wife and said, that, that, that's not going to that's not gonna hold. It, well, it you never said does. whoever gets the six-point lead is going to win the game. I did. And I called that early in the first half. I said the first team that's up plus six will win the game. And as soon as Louisville went up plus seven, I was like, Oh crap! That's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on myself, Dalton. I'll go ahead and let you uh, lead off on this. Uh, I mean, I, I felt, you know, just like every other fan, felt relieved, especially after um, you know, Sar's shot basically went all the way in in the basket and out. What uh, a horrible basketball player! You know, don't let any of those fans down the road tell you any different. Can 
the other squad <laughs> had a lot to play for just like we did. They really did. But make no mistake about it, this was a game that Chris Mack could not afford to lose, especially with the current state of that team this season. So, um, you know, shout out to shout out to Mack. Uh, David Johnson and Carly Jones put the team on their backs and uh, carried them to the promised land. You know, you know the, the rivalry game is always a, a battle of runs. That's why I think we don't see too many blowouts. When we do, it's always because that uh, – that team down there is godlike, but mm. even then, you know, we even keep it close, like 2014 or 2015, 2012. I mean, very close games. So, I I, I figured it was going to be close. I I didn't really feel comfortable picking Louisville, considering the track record since you know since Cal got to that school down the road. So, um, but I I was glad to be wrong. Uh, I was glad to see that one of their guys who does not ever play didn't come in and drop 15 to 20 points. Like, it seems like the Dominique Hawkins Memorial Award. <laughs> so, uh, but, I mean, I, I – Josh love, Harrelson. I love the fact that um, Carleek and Dave – Carleek was amazing down the stretch, you know, whether it was, you know, scoring. But that, that defensive rebound, I mean, I don't think we can overlook that. It is just, you know, just the fact that Kentucky – I'll throw a doll in the jar. I don't care. That's fine. Uh, just because of the fact that they had really owned the offensive boards in the second half and were getting to the line really at will, um, you know, that defensive rebound was really nice. Sam, I'm going to go to you next. So there was a lot made after the fact, uh, people from the other side that were like, oh, they're celebrating like they won something. They act like you've been there before, and I, and I would be remiss if I didn't point out the fact instantly that last night after that same team got their second win of the year, Double they did the exact <laughs> same thing. Uh, they were dancing and ho hooting and hollering and all that stuff. Uh, so there's obviously a double standard. But what 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 was it for you? What, what was the turning point? I know it went all over the place right there. I just want to get that out of the way before I forgot it. But for you, what was the turning point and um, – and what exactly is your stance on the way that Louisville celebrated after the game? Well, let me hit the celebrating part first. I have no problem when you celebrate the way you did, the way we did after winning the game. Because after all, it is a rivalry. It is in your home home arena. Uh, for a lot of these, sorry, for all of these players, it's their first win against that school. So I have no problem with it. And let's not forget, I don't care how bad the team up the road is, whatever is a rivalry. Let's not forget the 2-10 and ten year when they came and trashed, stomped us. Uh, you had two of their best players going to the, uh, the midfield with the L's down taking a picture. And they were coward because they know, they, they know that they were seniors so they wasn't coming back next year to get – Get for the chance to get their brains busted in. No, right. unfortunately, one of them plays for my Steelers. So yeah, well, Douche. so I mean, like I said, so I have no problem with the way they celebrated after rivalry victory. Rivalry victory. Now, the turning point for me, two things uh, in the game uh, was I would much rather have a lot more players like Quince Lisinski on our, on our team uh, because. He knows that the team of the road has a lot more high-powered offensive players, defensive players, and things like naturally gifted athletes than him. But he didn't care. He followed the game plan. He played with heart, and he played with discipline. And he got in their heads a couple of times. 
And I love to see that fire and that passion, especially in a rivalry game. Told y'all before the season. So Quinn. So when yeah. he hit, I think it was a like two straight possessions. He hit, he hit a three. He said something to the Jackson kid. Oh, I know what he said. <laughs> <laughs> fondue. <laughs> fondue boy. Right. And then I, I think the next possession or that same possession or the next possession after that, he goaded him or baited him into a charge call. Yep. So I'm like, and then he pointed to his head to be like, I'm in your head, things like that. That was one of them to let me know that Lua legit had a chance. And then the second thing that I knew we were going to win, because I picked us to lose, uh, was when David Johnson got that offensive rebound and put back, and and you could you could see the the jubilation in in him and around the team when he when he made that put back. So those are the, to me those were the two point turning points in the game that let me know regardless of what happened, uh, Louisville was going to pull it out. I knew he <laughs> giggity. <laughs> I knew that Louisville was going to win. Sound advice. Sound advice. I knew Louisville was going to win when Sam picked him to lose. Joe, <laughs> Joey, what about you? What uh, let's for you? Let's Here's address the, let's address the Coach Mac, uh, which we played it over the air multiple times on the show. The Coach Mac video where he's making fun of Cal. Uh, do you think? And of course, everybody made a big deal about Cal not going and shaking hands with him after the game and throwing up the peak <laughs> sign, so which, dumb. which you immediately pointed out, but. How big was this, I guess, for, for Coach Mack to uh, to get this victory after going out on a limb and basically taunting the self-proclaimed Jesus of basketball in Kentucky? Well, he had to win it after the video. You know, like, all right, you know, he played, you know, he played the punk card. And, you know, at that point, he, he basically made it a, a, a must win. But couple things. Here's when I knew we were going to win the game. When the clock expired. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time. Else because uh, before, before the clock expired, hey, how, how many how many tenths of a second was there on the clock when uh, – when, uh, The Virginia? Lou, not Luol Dang. What the heck is it? Dingadell. Seven tenths. Luol Dang. <laughs> I had the dang right. Dang it, you they got both, it though. They both suck. But Fair. Was it four tenths? I think Seven it was four. Tenths. So – you get what I'm saying. Like, until that clock says 0.00. You're never too sure. Yeah. yeah I, I tried um, to black that game out, so it could I be. I was there. Game. I didn't want to see that again. Well, you were eating nachos. Um, in the front row. <laughs> Actually, he put his. He said, can I get one, some more cheese? He paid for one of those cardboard cutouts of him at the Yum with them old nachos. I saw, <laughs> I saw it the other day. No, but he had to win that game at that point. But, um Real quick on the uh, what you said, I pointed out with the cow not shaking hands. Like right when it happened, Teresa was like, "Oh, well, that's not that's not nice." You know, he should have went over it. Like, no, it Corona, don't, it don't matter. You can't. Like that's the like they none of them are doing yeah. that. Like it's a good game. Peace out later. Like I mean, Mac didn't want to shake his hand anyway. I guarantee you that. Probably. And Cal didn't right. want to shake his hand. And you know. Sorry, I, I'm fine with that too, though. Yeah, our, our head coaches not wanting to shake hands. I'm fine with it. They don't. I don't want to be buddy buddy. No, Screw, that. Screw professional courtesy right there. It's like no, you. I'm I'm a sore loser. Cal's a sore loser. You know, here's the thing. I got to thinking about this. So, you know, Cal's not a dummy. No, he's not a dummy. 
he set this whole thing up with you know get like I, I firmly believe he did all that to get Chris Mack to respond. He knew what kind of team he had going into this season, and if he was going to lose a game this year, if he was going to lose to to Louisville, let's do it in an empty yum. Yeah. So I don't have to like go like that's why he didn't want to like play at a neutral site this year so they could resume like the regular schedule at, at each other's you know arenas. I'm gonna lose this year, so let's go ahead and get it out of the way at an empty yum center. So next year when I get my next batch of whatever losers in, <laughs> then you know we'll be playing at. Walmart Arena, or what do they what do they call it now? Is it is it still Rupp? I mean, didn't they talk about changing the name? Uh, Hitler. Oh no, they still haven't changed. No, they've it. not changed. The okay, so or, or every not. other professional sports uh, team that has anything racist in their name has changed, but but one of the most them. racist <laughs> arena names out there is. And they're much like us. A lot of times, they're not sorry. <laughs> they're they're not heritage, not hate. There, there's CSC contributor right now punting off the ball for San Francisco, Colin Hoba. Uh, shout out to him real quick. I don't want. I did not put that in my notes, but I did want to give him a shout out because he, uh, man, he's been working hard and he tried out and actually, I think he punted for the Chargers two weeks ago. Is he a punter or a snapper? No, he's a punter. Is he? Joey thought the same thing. It said San Francisco or whoever snapper. signs long snapper. Long snapper. Yeah, but I he he's a pun he punted in college. Well, he I don't think he punts. I about to say I thought he was a long snapper. Well, regardless, he's on a professional he's football on a pro field right football. now, and he's I'm sitting pro- here talking to you schmucks. Oh <laughs> damn! I resent that. I think that was just aimed I was, at I was one looking at him particular. Oh, yeah, schmuck. he was pointing and saying it at me. Um, let's move ahead a little bit though, but. You know, I'm all for dancing. Hashtag change your arena name. Yeah. I'm getting the movement started now. They don't ha- care about us. Hashtag don't be racist. Tubby Smith Arena. I'd be oh, okay with that. Never happening. I'd best, be okay. co- best coach they've had since I've been alive. <laughs> that, I, I, I can't even disagree. That I, remembers being there because Billy Gillespie don't remember no, being there. He, he, don't. he was drunk the whole time. What are we talking about right now? We're talking about <laughs> I'm trashing Kentucky right now. Dollar in the swear jar. Don't give up. He don't give a Kentucky. Uh, I don't give a Maryland. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I will say real quick before we go to the next game of of this week, uh, to Sam to Sam's point, like these games have not been blowouts here in, in recent history. But I do remember a time when they were blowouts and not not really in our favor. I also remember a five-win Louisville team led by Marcus Mabin that defeated a top-five Kentucky team at Freedom Hall. So, I mean, the rivalry is can be uh, unpredictable. unpredictable. Throw Thank records you. out the window. It doesn't matter what talent you have. It, it literally can game. be that way. Let's move on to the Boston College game, which that game looked a little dicey. Uh, the referees had a lot of influence in that game. Uh, I really believe that game should not have been as close as it was, but I did like what I saw mm-hmm. out of a lot of the players. My only and, – and Sam, since I went to Dalton first that time, I'll go to you this time. What's happened to Sam Williamson? I think it's uh, – <clears throat> And I don't, I don't like to pick on a particular player, but that kid almost came in with as much – Hype. Hype 
as anybody we've ever had. He came in more than more hype than VJ had, for sure. You know who he reminds me of? I'm not saying Wayne Blackshear's name. <laughs> I just did. Now Wayne had double shoulder surgery. Yeah, there's a difference. Like he, that, yeah. that's kind of why he didn't live up to his hype. Shout out to Wayne because I know yeah, he listens. Yeah, but, Love you, but still, I mean, Wayne had a still had a great He's a thousand-point score. Yeah. yeah, I mean, In so integral part of our I don't want to make that sound like he, you know, he didn't do anything here. But he had the potential to be a 2,000-point score at yeah. Louisville. I, I, I yeah. agree with you. I mean, yeah. he came out in the city – well, Chicago, right? Yeah. yeah. Morgan I Park. mean, actually, I think – wasn't he him, <laughs> Anthony Davis, and who else was the top no, favorite? No, it, it was Samardo and Anthony Davis that was – No, it was him and Anthony. It was Wayne and Anthony. And, I think and one and other two. person in the city of Chicago oh, came oh, out that year that yeah. was like 1-2-3. It was it – was Yeah, Wayne won player of the year – was it Jabari that, Parker? It was. No, Jabari. No, no Jabari no. was a couple years after. Hey, look, that. look that up though, Higgy. That's a good. You know, you're back to Stat Boy over here. Oh, so, so I got to look it up. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I meant. So you look it up, Joey. But no, it, it really was. It was them two and one other person that finished one, two, three. Uh, but either way, like I mean, Wayne was a bad dude coming out of high school. He was had had issues with his shoulders and just I mean it just never happened. And he manhandled Anthony Davis. But again. Anthony Davis in high school was only like six four. He was a point five. guard. Yeah, yeah, he, he was a point he grew, guard. He in high school. Who, just, just a quick note. Do you all remember Wayne Blackshear actually played a high school game in Louisville? Yep. Against and Western. Bold East. It, it was against Western. Who was that? What, what was I don't Ryan? Remember. Ryan Taylor, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. No, they played because I remember because they were looking at Louisville was looking at the guy and Wayne Blackshear just absolutely dazzled the crowd and I mean. He, he really but he also table. played against Rodney Purvis at Bullet East. Okay, but he didn't say in Bullet County. He said in Louisville. But True. regardless, he he played at least one high school game. But go ahead. Was that Purvis <laughs> versus Blackshear? It was, wasn't it? Yes. And then Carlos Hurt and uh, saw him play. Uh, I remember when Telfair came in and played at Broadbent against uh, PRP. So PRP one, two, and three Terry. that year. Okay. Was Anthony Davis, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. And Wayne Blackshear. From Chicago? Yes. Damn, okay. I, I didn't realize MKG, but I thought he was from, like, Carolinas. But go ahead. Sam? No, he's from New Jersey or something like that. I thought it was too. I'll look it up again here. Yeah, It's close. It's close enough. Sam, what we're about talking, Sam? We're talking <laughs> way too much about that other team. I just went to say that, like, I don't – I hope he's not on that similar path where he doesn't – like, he still has a good career but just doesn't live up to his potential because he, he's got it there. You can see it. You can see flashes of it. Real quick, the other player from in, uh, Illinois was Sam Thompson. He's yeah. at uh, Ohio yeah, State. That's who it was. Thanks, Heggy. I mean, Sam. Um, but moving – so, Sam, what – I'll let you continue on your point about Sam Williamson. See, I, I don't know the young man, but all we heard of last season once Jordan Ward decided to go pro was Sam Williamson was going to step in. Take the take on the. A lot of people thought he was a one and done before he even got on campus. Right, so that didn't happen, and then we needed someone who's going to pick up the scar and slack. And every everyone, even I, would admit I thought it was going to be Sam Samuel Williamson. So that might be pressure onto him, trying to live up to that role, and then because, and I I think I don't know if it's getting to his head. <coughs> that he needs to do some some things to be a leading scorer on Louisville team, but also I you got to think our guards right now are ball dominant. A lot of our offenses going through Carl League and David, 
So and Samuel is those kind of guys. He's he's kind of a scorer. He's a, not kind of. He's a scorer. He, he likes to slash. He likes to get in the mid range area, and shoot. So the spot up threes is nice, but I don't think it's really his game just yet. So that might be another part of why he's struggling because he's not getting into the flow of his game. He's playing off of David and Carlique a lot more. He needs more touches. Yeah, he needs to find his niche so in the offense. Um, I mean, he's. I mean. Here's the thing. You can look at the stats and say, oh, I mean, he's he's playing decent. He's averaging 10 and 6, and he's scoring more so, you know, in the past couple games. But I think you really have to look at the eye test. I think that he's he just doesn't look comfortable on either ends of the court. Um, you don't. I, I, he needs to learn to, to not use that off arm because it seems like he, he gets caught for at least a, a charge a game. Uh, you know, piggyback off what Sam said, I think that uh, he just needs to find his niche. But – um, overall, I thought that, you know, it, it was a decent performance by the cards, especially considering, um, you know, the whistles weren't really in their, in their favor. No. An ACC win is an ACC win is an ACC win. You can't, be, you know, beggars can't be choosers in that regard. Carlique didn't necessarily shoot the ball well, but he definitely impacted the game. You know, I think it was uh, nine, re- nine rebounds, six assists, something like that. David had his best game of the season, in my opinion. I think shot like 80% from – behind the arc. That's definitely what we've been wanting to see from him yeah. coming from year one to year two. Um I there's not too much to say other than that it was a it was a you know decent ACC win and you turn your attention to uh ranked Virginia Tech on Wednesday, I believe. You know Yeah we do yeah we, our next game is Wednesday at six thirty versus it, as long as they didn't lose this week. I don't know if they did or not. No, they got postponed. Oh they got postponed. So they, they should stay somewhere right around twenty three when the new polls come out, 6.30 on the ACC network. Not on one of the regional sports networks that half of us don't even get. Um, but I know you've been frustrated by that, Higgy. There's been a lot of games you've not been able to watch. It's been the same ones that I haven't been able to watch, except for the fact I have the hookup. So. Can I say one thing on Virginia Tech real quick? Yeah. We they, they haven't got very, even got to Virginia Tech yet. I'll just say this. They got very good bigs. Our bigs have to play smart, fundamental basketball this week, or we're not going to win. Before we go off of Boston College real quick. I was going to say, let's get back. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Jay. What's your? Hand it to him. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, my. Our, our, our bigs have to play <laughs> in the fundamental, if we're going to win. No, but uh, Dalton said uh, David Johnson had a good game, great game, and you were right. But I felt it could have been better. It was at least two or three occasions where he he did the right thing. He he um, pressed the defense and got to got to the paint to get a get a layup or a challenge shot. Where I felt he could have dumped it down or throw a lob or two to the big guy once he got in there to draw up the big the uh, big guy. But he didn't, and I felt like he was kind of forcing. But that's okay because if he's being aggressive. Other people can feed off of his aggressive. Yeah. I just felt like it wasn't a per- it wasn't a perfect guy. I still think it was right. his best performance of the season it's by far. But I'm saying as a no, point right. guard, it could have been a little bit better. I agree. Stuff like that. But shout out real quick to the Chargers, looking like a million bucks out here today against the Chiefs. And Ooh. I and Ooh. I thought Nickelberry played really well as well defensively. He played fundamental. I think he's going to continue to carve out a role as the year progresses. I do too. I see him as probably about a six to eight point per game scorer this year. Um, Next year, he kind of reminds off. me of a Darius Perry. How his role was last year. Um, He's better than Darius Perry. 
I, I think he can. I haven't seen anything to tell me that he he is, but I I could see that he couldn't be. I I could I could yeah I could see that. I mean, not that Darius showed a lot. Darius was was a bulldog. Was a bulldog. He 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 was one of those guys which I don't understand. Just because players don't score thirty points a game, don't mean that that they're not good players. You got intangibles that 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 you're that if you can do those things well, people will will start to realize that as far as hustle, uh, deflections, forcing turnovers. Dwayne Sutton. You know. Yeah, Dwayne. But but no, Darius Perry. Absolutely. If we have him this year. Then, see, we're 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 a lot better team. The thing about Darius is, he was recruited to play uh, Rick Bettino type defense, right? And Chris Mack's pack line style doesn't fit what Darius does best, right? Which is what and we were that's told. Why he transferred. That's what we were told was that his game philosophy didn't match Chris Mack's game philosophy. You know, style of play. Sorry, I said game philosophy. Their style, the style of plays just did not mesh, so he left. So I know it must have been real frustrating <laughs> for yeah. him. But I mean, so what do you guys, real quick, before we head to the uh, the sponsor portion of the show? What do y'all think about Virginia Tech? Hey, you've already mumbled what you thought about them. Um, g- not- give me your predictions. How about that? Hey, we'll let you go first. What's your prediction for the Virginia Tech game? I say cards by 10. You know, Virginia Tech has only played one quality opponent this year, and that was Villanova early in the season. Did they win? Yes. They won by eight in overtime. But still, they're not – their bigs are very good. Their guards are nowhere near our talent of guards. I have a question. I, okay. Have we got any update on the availability of Charles Benlin? We have, but I'm glad that you mentioned that because – about an hour before each game, I get an email from the powers that be giving me the availability report. And um, so I'll know if you all want to check out the timeline about an hour before the game, tweet me to ask me about it. That's fine. But he is expected to be back this – I would not be shocked to see him Cause I know take he the court was, against Virginia Tech. He had, you know, it was kind of thought that, you know, with Kentucky he could have. And then with Boston College, he could have. He so, was really close to playing against yeah. Boston College, but didn't. Uh, I, I I'm think anxious Mal- to see the team when he gets when he gets in there, dude. Because he is mm. off. I think Malik's close to coming back too. Not as close as Menlin, but I, I, I would. He was. I mean, dancing in the locker room. If I was a betting man, <laughs> I would say Menlin versus Virginia Tech, and then Malik two weeks later. We are a scary team when we get Menlin. Malik. Yeah, because Midland is another offensive threat. Well, Second I, weekend, just, too. Just, just down low. Just, I mean, we're relying on freshmen. And guards. Young yeah. guys. To rebound. We're, yeah. we're relying on Dre Davis and uh, Jalen Weathers and uh, JJ, JJ, Trainer. JJ Trainer. Like, those guys down low. And even Gabe Wisnitzer. Yeah. Yes. He's playing a lot. Who? <laughs> Wisnitzer. What, what's his name, Higgy? Wisnitzer. Oh. Say it real fast, say, though. No, say First it again. Say it again. <laughs> Wits Nitzer. Is it Wits Nitzer? I thought yeah. it was Wiz Nitzer. I thought it was Wiz Nitzer. Yeah, yeah, Wiz. Wiz. It's Wiz. You put too Nitzer. many. It's in the Wits. <laughs> but but on to on to Virginia Tech. I, I have to I have to bring this up because you said that the the they their bigs are their premier factor. Two of their top nine scorers are forwards. None of them above six nine. They play the big. They play the post position though. Yeah. That, that's I'm, I, that's what I'm saying is what I'm saying is 
they might they might have good post players, but a lot of their scoring comes from the backcourt. And looking at these names, some of these names are really and you. I forgot that they have Cartier Diara, a transfer from Kansas State. He's a very defensive specialist type guy. He's going to be a guy that's going to be able to play a ton. Jalen Cohn and Tyrese Radford as well. They, um, I've watched Virginia Tech twice this year. One thing we have to do is attack the defensive glass because they're a very good offensive rebounding team, especially at the guard position. You're going to have to have guys like Carleek and David and even Sam really cr crash the boards. But um, uh, that that big you're talking about, um, Aluma, is is the guy to look after 17 and I use a loofah, so. too, in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, okay, Joey. But well, I guess what I'm trying to say is this is a very balanced team. They go about 9 to 10 deep. So even if you get one to two guys in foul trouble, so do I. <laughs> I could you lobbed it right. to me. I, I was not gonna go that route, but you did. I, I, look whose chair I'm, I'm sitting oh, in. That's I, true. I have to fulfill that role. Okay, that's gosh, dang. That's fair. Look at whose chair I'm sitting in. But they, but they, they play, they play, they play nine to ten guys. So if you get one in foul trouble, they're a pick and plug type team. <laughs> okay, so what's their prediction of so, this game? See, I think the biggest thing that Louisville here's here's the key to winning this game for Louisville. Uh, here we go. Score at least one more point than Virginia Tech. <laughs> Back to Wisnitzer. That's my for Bobby a Knight special right there. Back to Wisnitzer for a second. What are we gonna do? We gotta score more points than them. Duh. Real quick, three times real fast, Higgy. Wisnitzer. No, 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 no. It's not Wits. Wisnitzer. 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 No, you gotta say Gabe Wits Wisnitzer three times real quick. Gabe Witzner, Gabe Witzner, Gabe Witzner. <laughs> okay, this is not starting out. I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to try that. No, no, no. But no. can we get everybody else's predictions here? I want to hear this. Um, <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to go Louisville 61, Virginia Tech 69, or 59. Sorry, 59. <laughs> yeah, well, we know what you got on your mind, bro. <laughs> I'm sitting in the DP, seat. DP's over here. got a hot date after the show. <laughs> he's so. over here texting with his girl, and he's sitting there talking about scores and stuff. Like deep hey, penetration, Sam. <laughs> I mean, the, he ain't named D, his initials ain't DP for nothing. Oh, <laughs> deep penna, uh, Sam. Deep penna. <laughs> <laughs> this has got good night for this. C a z after this dark. This is my kind of episode. Here. <laughs> I know, right? C a z after dark. This is my wheelhouse. Y'all, y'all know all the recruiting stuff. Let's get into this. <laughs> Strong suit. <laughs> Sam. Um, I like the way Louisville is starting to play. Um, I think they need to get some more ball movement. I bet they do. Uh, <laughs> yes, they do. Sean, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think Louisville's going to win this one. Um, I say 76-62. About 5-15. Wow. Well, 76 to 62 is not 15. It's That's 14. It's 14, <laughs> but it's going to be a 15-point win. We got I thought that was Higgy. I, didn't, I thought it was I didn't too. <laughs> I don't have that kind of belly laugh going yet. I don't know who keeps doing it, but somebody is, like, licking their lips in the microphone. It's not me because when I'm not talking. It sounded like LL Cool J over there. 77-62. So you moved it up. Okay, so LL Cool Sam over there. <laughs> Joey. Louisville wins. I'm not going <laughs> any points. Louisville wins. I'm going to go 75-70. I, I think they have the lead at half, and I think we battle back to take the victory. Hmm. All right. Well, we knew we were going to go a little long this sorry. episode, cause we've, and we're not sorry. Yeah, yeah. We've, uh, some of us go along every show. Um, but 
we're, we are going to go a little bit longer today uh, because you all have missed us and we got a lot to talk about. So uh, let's tell you a little bit about a couple of our fine sponsors. Uh, Shack in the Back Barbecue, That's you can give them a call at 3633BBQ. That's 3633BBQ. Still serving up all the different deals on uh, spiral hams and, uh, and, and pork. And, and they have finally got their turkey ribs back. And it, those are fantastic. If you haven't had their – you've had their turkey ribs before. How did you feel about them? They're not even considered normal ribs. They are phenomenal. They, they, they're amazing. I thought he's so- about to trash them. I was like, wow. Okay. I did, too. I was like, no, Higgy, no. Did you, how did you turn your mic off? I don't know, but I was you about to say the switch. Now, probably when you were licking your lips, you're like. <laughs> I wasn't licking my lips. That it sounded Joey. like you were. That's Joey over there. I don't think so. Oh, cool, Sam. But, uh, no, the the uh, the turkey ribs are phenomenal. Everything they make out there is great. So, uh, again, give them a call, 363-3BBQ. Tell them Cardinal Sports Zone sent you. If you're in the market for a treadmill, like my guy Higgy over here, call No, he is. That wasn't. I wasn't joking on Higgy this time. He's He is trying to better his life fitness-wise, as am I. Anytime you want to come over here and use my treadmill, just make sure I'm not home and give me a call. Uh, I'm joking. But give our friends Chris and Sarah out of Fitness Market a call, 882-2694. They've got everything you need for your fitness, uh, for your fitness wants and needs. They've got treadmills, ellipticals, bikes, rowing machines, motorized bikes. They've got uh, barbells, weight benches, anything that you could think of. They've got them there. Again, give them a call, 502-882-2694. That is, uh, ask for Chris or Sarah at Fitness Market. Again, tell them Cardinal Sports Zone sent you. We appreciate it. You all letting them know how you found out about us, uh, found out about them. Also, I want to give a big shout out to my guy Chris out at Four Pegs Beer Lounge. Uh, if you, again, we have two great restaurants that sponsor us, and when I say that they're both, that's not me just talking good about them because they're our sponsors. I mean, I really, we really mean it. And Higgy, you can vouch for this place because you've been going there longer than any of us. Well, just as long as I have throughout its various names, but you go more times a week than I do. But um, tell, tell everybody a little bit about what Four Pegs has to offer. I think it has a lot to offer depending on what you're looking for, anywhere from great barbecue to great chicken sandwiches with the chicken joint. Oh, my God, the chicken joint gave me – it literally sent all my, my – uh, or even Test. early morning brunch favorites too. So if you want any Dude, kind the of chicken joint, sent all my measurable attributes up about a million. But it was it was worth it. It was my cheat. Actually, it was my cheat month. I could only eat out that one time, but it was amazing. Go ahead. I'm but sorry. I'm also ready for their outdoor patio season with everything going on. And then they just had a homeless uh, drive for any kind of clothing and stuff given back to the community. That's one thing Chris is very great and a great person for doing so and stuff just helping out this community in any way he can and stuff no and and just to touch on a little bit more everything that i've had out there throughout all iterations of the the company back when it was 502 uh the 502 lounge is that what it's called 502 cafe cafe when it was and then they had it still has the food truck that he does uh sometimes as well but the, everything I've had there has been has been phenomenal. I still can't wait till we're going to do a live show from there as soon as all this stuff clears up. Higgy's going to take 
the Ali challenge. I'm gonna pay for it, so that way his stomach can pay for it. But uh, yeah, that's that's going to happen. I think Joey's doing it as well. Joey's gonna do it. I would let Sean try it, but I'm I'm not sure he could. The Ali challenge. The greatest challenge. The greatest challenge. <laughs> All right. So we're we're gonna get multiple people to 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 attempt it. I'm hoping that one of my heavy hitters here can can take it down. Uh but I, I don't know, man. I don't I think Higgy could do it. I'm not sure Joey could though. <laughs> I'm just I just wanted that look. I wanted that reaction. I guarantee Joey will beat me. What? All right, and also uh, shout out to our. Remember sponsor. what we were talking about before, Sean and you. What? <laughs> TF. Uh, what in TF are you? Never mind. Um, TF. Um, shout out to also our sponsors from Custom Multicades, Linda and Chris Stewart. Five zero two eight one nine fifty eight zero two. I've said it a million times. Go to custommulticades dot com. Look at what they all have. Look at everything they have to offer. They've got one-player games, two-player games. Uh, bear, uh, they got the bourbon barrel games. They've got stand-ups. They've got sit-downs. They've got race car games. They've got pinballs. They've got top uh, top golf, golden tee. They've got pretty much anything that you'd want from any genre of video games. Give them a call. Tell them I sent you. 502-819-5802. They can even customize your machine. Uh, I have some in my home that have Cardinal Sports Zone logos all over them. You design it, they'll make it, and uh, they're pretty. They're pretty awesome, man. What a catch! Wow, by, <laughs> by whoever thirteen is Pringle. Pr- Holy real real quick, I know this isn't on the agenda to talk about, but okay. So as of right now, still talking sponsors. If you'll give me a sec, okay. Come back right. to me. All right, cool. And last but not least, Derby City Lawn and Landscaping. Rob Black five zero two seven seven three five seven five seven. I know what you're probably thinking. Why would I need somebody from lawn, uh, lawn and landscaping at this time of the year? Uh, the grass isn't really growing, but he is doing a lot of home renovations right now. Clean up on the outside, getting the getting your land, uh, your your yard and flower beds ready for the springtime. Please give him a call. Once again, 502-773-5757. He has been doing this for over 10 years now. He he takes care of my yard, does a phenomenal job. He'll do the same for you. Just let him know that I sent you, and uh, and uh, I don't know that he'll give you a discount, but I'll at least pretend like you get one if that'll help you call him. But uh, all jokes aside, that's Rob Black out of Derby City Lawn and Landscaping, 502-773-5757. Joey, do you want to talk now, or do you want to yeah, ask what you're going to ask after we do the mailbag questions? No, it's just a real quick observation. Okay. Um, right now, as the, if the playoffs started with who's showing in right now, Miami's out. Indianapolis is the, the seventh seed. Okay. Tennessee would play Baltimore. Oh, so Miami's out now? Miami's out right now. Until, unless, the Colts unless the Colts lose. Oh, okay. Tennessee's in regardless. Okay. They clinched. So, if it started right now, it'd be Tennessee and Baltimore. I've just I've I've heard a lot this season about Lamar not being it, it's Louisville it's tied into Louisville right Lamar can't win the big game last year they was what thirteen and three and then they lost to Tennessee in the playoffs mm-hmm. how sweet would that be for Lamar to be able to get some revenge against the team that knocked him out last year in that's Nashville all, that's That'd all I'm awesome. saying that's all I'm saying good you know 
Louisville, Louisville uh, focused. Louisville centric. I like yeah, it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, real quick. Go Steelers. Go Steelers. Go Ravens. Go to Burger Go home. <laughs> go to Burger King. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're going to hop into the CSD mailbag. We didn't really have a lot of time to put that together today, so we do apologize. But uh, we did get some some questions. Our guy Trevor, you know, Mr. Dependable. Uh, wants our predictions for the conference schedule record-wise for basketball. Uh, Higgy, I've already went around the table starting off. I'm going to let you go first this time. It is a night. Is it a 20-game conference schedule? That's what Gary asked. I believe it's 20. I think it is 20. So, if it's 20? Yeah, it was 20 conference games and, and, set five, and six five. or seven non-conference. We only played five because a couple of them got canceled. Okay. All right. So, so twenty. if we're going off a 20-game schedule, I go 15 and five. Ooh. Okay. Joey? 17 and three. Because by, by this, I mean, by here shortly, we're going to have Malik and, and, and Menlin right. back. And I'm telling you, that's a ga- it's it's game over. Who Duke? Nope. North Carolina? Eh, maybe. Virginia? We're gonna beat them. We're gonna be. That's my bold prediction for this year. We're gonna beat Virginia twice this year. Ooh, that, that's very very bold. Okay, so Sam, what's yours? Um, I'm gonna go 17 and three, like oh, like man. like Joey. I but the difference is, I think we split Virginia. Uh, we split North Carolina, and then we lose a clunker like Louisville always does. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. We're going to lose a clunker in there, so we we might lose the North Carolina, Florida State. We always has our number, so I kind of think maybe that one, one of those, and then we'll lose to like NC State or something. Pitt, Pitt plays is tough. I mean, I know we already beat them once, but yeah, we beat them by like forty last year. Yeah, but and that was without their two top scorers. That's true. That is true. Don, what about you? I'm gonna go fourteen and six. He's going fourteen and six. I'm gonna go sixteen and four. Uh, I also believe that once we get those other two big keys back, that okay, we got a reach around going on here at the table. That's my fault. Uh, um, what? That's my fault. Uh, I also believe that if we're gonna have some hiccups, they better come really, really quick in conference play because. Once Menlin and Malik, now I'm not saying the the very game that they both get to play in we're, because it's going to take a little while to. We've got chemistry right now with the guys that we've got. It always takes a little bit of getting used to once you throw those a couple of starters back in the lineup. Malik's a different story. Like Malik's he's played with them yeah. and and right. Menlin, I see, but with Malik, that, that's just a game changer all in itself. Just with Malik being on the floor, period. Whether he scores or anything, like just having him on the floor. And he'll be able to stretch the floor for uh, yeah. Menlin, yeah. Johnson, and Jones. And hopefully Sam. And yes. And Quinn. I think Sam will benefit a lot yeah. from having Malik back. All right, Sam, I'm going to go to you for this one. Uh, this is from our own Jeff, a.k.a. Grandpa, a.k.a. Uh, old man. Old man. Uh, what else do you want to call him? Boomer. A.k.a. Boomer. Uh <laughs> Do you think that the lack of crowd against uh, Kentucky, uh, do you think the lack of crowd helped or hurt the Cardinals? I think in the final minute of the game, the loud crowd may have put too much pressure on the cards, <clears throat> and someone could have got caught up in the moment and taken an ill-advised three <laughs> or possibly caused the young guy to get caught up in the moment and lose focus on his defensive assignment. Um, I don't think – I think with it only being about 3,000 people, I think it kind of helped. 
the younger guys because without without all of that crowd noise, it just went right back to just playing basketball in the gym. And it it made it easier, maybe simpler or whatever, without that pressure from the 20,000 screaming fans. So I think the lack of crowd might have helped the young guys uh, all in all. All right, Dalton, I'm going to let you get last and certainly least. This is from John Linderman. Linderman. Uh, Linderman. Linderman, as, as he calls it. Linderman. What do you think has kept – when we talked about this a little bit before the show, what do you think has kept Aiden Gahan from being the player we thought he was going to be? Do you think he will ever have that aha moment? Well, um, do I think he'll ever have that moment? I think um – I'm I'm really on the fence about it. I think it's it's extremely early. I know he dealt with um, an injury. It was a shoulder last year that he dealt with uh, that kept him off the court for quite some time. Um, and this year, it just seems like you know from the reports we're hearing is that he's j- he's just not up to speed in terms of um, you know what what they're seeing in practice. Um, there's been questions uh, regarding his. Um, stamina and stuff like that, how long he's, he will be able to play at a high level. Right now, I just think that, um, you know, he, he struggles with his identity on both ends of the court. I think uh, defensively, the understanding of, you know, team defense really just isn't there right now, especially in Max's system. And offensively, he just he really just looks lost. So I think it's going to not only take some soul-searching, but him to just continue to hone in on his craft and, um, you know, I'm not going to be so quick as to call him a bust, considering it's only year. It's just beginning into year two, and yeah. he did have an injury last year. But uh, I will say the fact that he hasn't seen the court since the Kentucky game, or not, I mean the Western Kentucky game, and only played 11 minutes of that game. I mean, I got to be honest, that's extremely alarming. The fact that you know he can't that Wiz Gabe Wisnitzer is now. You know, on on the depth chart above him, you know, Jalen Withers being the top guy right now. And trainer. Yeah. When Malik comes back, Aiden's really never going to see the court. So where do we go from there? We're after year two. We're looking at it in the sense that, okay, Aiden wasn't playable this year. He's going to have to take a big step up between, you know, year two and year three for, you know, for him to even have any type of contributions significantly for the squad. Yeah, and I don't I don't disagree with that. Real quick though, you talk a lot of, of, of trash about your own professional football team. That that's common knowledge. But on, on this drive, your starting quarterback has just set a record for the most completions by a rookie, and the most he's passed for over four thousand yards this year. Oh, he's having a hell of a year. He's having a, a fan. So I just want to give him a little bit of love. Uh, I love Herbert. That Herbert's one of the, you know, the thing about it is, is the Chargers. <coughs> I'm not going to touch on a lot. The Chargers have a big injury bug every year, and for some reason, it, I, I fire the whole training staff is what I've been saying. But Justin Herbert is is a bright spot. We need a competent head coach that knows how to call a football game with a good quarterback. As I say that, but Justin Herbert <laughs> is, wasn't his fault. Though. Justin Herbert's a bright spot, and I'm uh, looking forward to the future with him. Thirteen out of the Chargers' fifteen games have been decided by ten points. Got to catch that or less. Let's keep this in mind with the Gahan. It is year two. Not everybody's a, a one and done, a two and done. You know, right. so just because they've seen him on the court, that's the other thing people got to realize. Larry O'Bannon wasn't a star right, right. away. It took with him these, a couple years. With these five stars, and I'm air quoting. I think there was a lo- there, there was a lot of hype for Aiden coming into the Bills, you know, especially you know they put on a big show for him at uh, Louisville Live that year, 
when he committed, you know, they're the the hype, you know, his They did that though. Uh, there was a lot of the fan base. A right. lot okay, of the right, fans. but I'm saying like that wasn't like him doing that. I mean that they they put that on. Right. But what I'm getting at is like when you have all these five stars that put up thirty points a game, um and even like Terry, think about this. Like back when he played, like so he had great numbers, but you can't always like what was the competition? We don't see that. We just see that we got a five star kid that come in. Maybe he's maybe he's a four year guy. And maybe it's year four before he reaches his potential. You know what I mean? Malik's not – this is going to be Malik's last year most likely, right? Mm-hmm. Most likely. Maybe. Yeah, most I, likely. Honestly, I think I think it's honestly more 50-50 than people realize. I actually think it's 50-50 as well. But most likely, I mean, unless he accepts the extra year, like this is going right. to be his last year. So he's going he's gonna to be – but you're still going to have those other guys here. But it's COVID year. They didn't have a typical offseason. Um. You know, and when, let's be honest, when it first started and everybody stayed inside, everybody picked up a little weight. Everybody got a little out of shape. Right. He just didn't get it, you know, get, didn't get back into shape like everybody else did. So I'm going to reserve my judgment on the kid because he's still, there There was talent there that, that Mac and the coaching staff raw saw. Ta- raw talent. Yeah. I just hope that Mac and them don't give up on him and he doesn't give up on them. Just. As uh, that's, who that's was it? Fair. The Seventy Sixers trust the process. Yeah. Trust the process. Absolutely, Sam. We're going to turn to you for a few minutes. Uh, we want you to give the update on women's basketball. Uh, the women's Ball basketball win. spotlight. Uh, besides being the number two ranked team in the country, what else can you let the, you know, maybe the listeners that don't have enough time to keep up with all of our sports, so they they depend on us to give them their sports fix. What can you tell everybody else? Uh, about the season so far for for the women's basketball Cardinals. What did you say about the Louisville women's team, Joey? Balling. Okay, there you go. Uh, they're ranked number two right now. I think they're they set. are so freaking uh, deep. Yes, they're, they deep. are. They are. And because of that depth, they lost Gosh. a. Uh, I said depth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. giggity. They I can't sorry. say what I want to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> they lost a uh, fi- uh, former five star. McDonald's All-American, Nia Green. Um, I, I hated to see puke. her go, but but she went to Duke. Um, was that Dawn Staley's their coach? No, not Dawn Staley. Oh. No. Uh, Kara Lawson? Yes. Okay. I know. They canceled their – no. They yeah, did cancel. Yeah, yeah, they did cancel their season. Um, but Scared. This week we uh, played NKU and Bellarmine. Um, they were, uh, Bellarmine was a rescheduled game from December 6th. Um, due to their shutdown because of COVID, and then of course Louisville had to what three weeks off for for COVID protocol things like that. So they had a uh, they played NKU and they won seventy four sixty four, breaking off some of that rust. And then they played Bellarmine the next day, and they won ninety seven to forty six. I think um, we had six people in du- uh, six, six bl- in double figures. There you go. And that game, uh, dude, Dana and Haley are, are dangerous. Kono was playing forward. good too. Isn't that, that her name, Kono? Yes. Uh, Noriko, yes. That was a very big Nor- confidence game for Liz Dixon as well against Bellarmine. <laughs> Bellarmine she got very involved. And NKU. Balagna? Bal- right. No, Balagoon. Balagoon. She's going to be Balagna. <laughs> Bologna and cheese? Yeah, she's pretty good too. Higgy, yeah. she's been playing pretty good. I was gonna yeah, say she, she's all. Oh, go ahead. What you gonna say, Higgy? I was gonna say Olivia Cochran too has played phenomenal. Yeah, she, she the, the strength that she plays with, the fact that she can harness that strength in to where she doesn't play wild like, a, like she plays wild, 
but it's almost like it's extremely under control to where like when she's a very under talent player. Let's put it that way. That's not even an effing run. Under I say, this, I say no. I say under utilized. Underutilized? No. No, I think she can perform into a Maisha Hines Allen okay. type of player. Okay. She, she is can a perform performing. <laughs> yes, she can perform she into She can grow into a, a role like that. No. She'll grow into an ACC real, player of the year. Okay. Uh, let's talents. keep it real, though. Dana and Haley are the. Dan, Dana, Haley, and Rex. Look, I'll be honest with you. Coming into the league, coming into the season, I best thought we, we would have had a three-headed monster. I thought it would have been Dana Haley, and I thought it would have been Elizabeth Balagoon, but I was wrong. We still have a three-headed monster. It's Dana Haley, and it's now Olivia Cochran because she is the post player that we needed. She's right now. She's averaging about thirteen, probably fourteen points and seven rebounds as a freshman. I mean, I look at it this way: in women's and men's basketball, we may have two of the best backcourts in both. I agree. In I, both sports. I would not that disagree. Girl, we are the th- we are the best. We have the best girls backcourt. I mean, Dana is yeah. Dana. Dana honestly very well could end up the player of the year. Haley, I think people realize just because Haley's a player that doesn't have to score the ball to be effective. You know, you look back to you know Asia Durr was a other was another player that when she wasn't scoring when she was cold, she was moving without the ball. She was directing the court. She was a floor general. She was playing good defense. So, I mean, HVL is um, – Yeah, a she's a playmaker. And she's a second-leaning rebounder on the team right that's now. All, that's yes, what I'm saying. Guard, is she, yes, she's yeah. an all-around player, and that, that's one of the reasons Ball why – Ballhawk. Yep, she's after – I'm going to stand yeah. by what I said a couple weeks ago, and this may be my hot take or it may be an accurate take. This backcourt may go down as the best backcourt in college Good. women's college basketball history. Good. They'll beat UConn if they have to face them. Hey, man, Birds stop, stop saying – the greatest backcourt ever is Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird. That, we ain't going nowhere close to that. I'm sorry. I, I love said my, we can't. They can end up being. I'm saying, put them all four on the court. Let's see who wins. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, I'd love. To, I'd just love to watch. It. I would love to watch it. <laughs> I would, I, are, we playing, are we playing it, shirts uh, and skins? Joey. Joey. They're all of age. I, f- I feel nah, no remorse. Joey. I don't feel sorry. I don't take it back. He doesn't. He's not I'm sorry right. at all. They're they're all of age. So y'all can go screw well, yourself. Let's just end, let's just end it with this is one. This is Jeff Walls's most depth most depth that he has ever had yes, on a football squad, and it's not even close. Like the, you, I mean, it's it's crazy. He could literally go ten deep. National championship or bust? Don't you? No, don't, no, you, absolutely. I think. I don't know about bus. I don't think bus, but I do think this, this will end up bust. being the best <laughs> team he's ever had. And if we can't win the championship this year, maybe we should just let, go ahead and let him go to Tennessee. No, oh, whoa, whoa, right, whoa, whoa, Paul. Oh, whoa, whoa. Line. But anyway, Louisville takes on uh, North Carolina uh, Tuesday, two thirty Eastern. Yeah. So, uh, North Carolina is a pretty good, pretty good team. They have a freshman guard. I want to say Deja Kelly, and then they have a pretty good big too. So, what do you got to say, Joey? <laughs> oh okay. Oh my bad. But yeah, so I'm 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 really excited to see what what's gonna go down on that game. Uh, it is gonna be in the Yum Center, so uh, tune in Tuesday, two thirty. Uh, Louisville takes on North Carolina. Also, that I forgot to mention too. Uh, Tuesday, eight o'clock, ESPNU. Uh, two former Cardinals go at it. Lance Thomas at Memphis and Darius Perry at uh, Central Florida. Central Florida. They play. 
I think Higgy's over here pooping on him. He looks like a <laughs> he looks like a newborn. He really does. He's like, are you pooping? No. Higgy, are you prairie dogging in my couch? No. Okay. No, he did. He was like, that's because he already dog. let it out. <laughs> He's already made the pancake and the poo poo. No, it really uh, did. That's why I was looking at you. I was like, man, you look like a newborn. Like when you're looking at him, and they just like a vein starts coming out a little bit. I can't see the vein. The t- triple chin over here, but but your eyeball was like, <laughs> look, you're gonna turn that triple chin into at least a double chin by the end of the month. Agreed. Yeah. We we uh, we have faith in you there, buddy. All right, let's go ahead before we make offend anybody else. Um, Not which, sorry, which nobody's sorry about anyway. Let's go into our rapid fire section. Uh, we did land one of the many graduate transfer, or I'm sorry, transfer yeah. targets, both. Graduate or COVID transfer uh, targets, and uh, that was the, the offensive lineman from Virginia Tech, hometown uh, kid, the hometown kid Hudson. His mom and dad, huge Louisville fans. The fact he ever got out of the state to begin with baffles me. But we got him. We did not get the the kid from uh, from Georgia, Jermaine Johnson. 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 Um, Jermaine, who cares? He went to. He, I got, I'm not going to say by who, but I, I got a very spirited phone call. Uh, Joe, you were here in attendance for that. Uh, I can fill y'all in on it after the show, but um, that was livid. Uh, I, I can't really go into any more, con, uh, you know, I, I can't go into detail, any more detail, but very aggravated about it. Uh, this kid uh, w- was the number one target on the board we didn't get him for for whatever reason it was he uh he was having some grade issue actually multiple grade issues and it was thought that they were going to be worked out so he could attend here and then he did not sort of like a maverick rowan oh, uh no basketball man. from a couple years ago we literally handed that kid yeah. hey it's marquez valdez the kid that committed to louisville when he didn't have an offer from louisville um sorry he just scored a touchdown in real lifetime in the pro football league, in, in in the national professional football league, uh, but the the interesting news we've started here in the last couple of days is about a kid from Georgia Southern, can Derek Duncan, uh, quarterback turned DB, DB turned quarterback, whatever the case may be, he is a high priority right now for the Cards. Uh, watch out for that. That but that is the only thing right now that I'm aware of, and I don't know it all. I know I know it most. But uh, that's the only thing we've got going on right now as far as uh, big-name targets, if you can call it that. A couple other little things I wanted to touch on before we left y'all today. Uh, did everybody see uh, Vince and Coach Sat TP in Chris Mack's house? Loved it. Loved, Loved it. it. Get Loved those it. clowns out of there. <laughs> I only wish I knew it was happening so I could have, like, took live video could roll by the house and took live video of it occurring. But you I know just, who did the video, didn't you? Who? Our girl Lottie. No, I didn't. I did not know that. Lottie Makes died. sense. I, I didn't know. I heard somebody say throw the bomb, and I'm like, what? But yeah, that, was, no. that was Vince. But uh, but that that was cool. Something else, and I think I touched it on this a little bit earlier, but there was a gentleman from KSR uh, that completely diarrheaed all over Louisville when they, they cheered. For uh, they partied in the locker. It looked like a movie when they beat Kentucky a couple of weeks ago. From who? 
uh, one of the guys from KSR, uh, Pilgrim, Jack, <laughs> Jack Pilgrim. Who? The Pro- same the same guy that um, was absolutely ecstatic when they beat Louisville in 2018, and that they that Louisville team. Oh, ugly face. Okay. <sighs> wow. Uh, must be some personal beef here between the Hickster and the Pilgrim. Uh, yeah, he but, ate his turkey. But, <laughs> but, uh, and dude, just sa- that. This <laughs> what? <laughs> Pause. Pause. What? Pause. Okay, Pause. I need to get through this real quick. Um, but he was applauding everybody for <laughs> Kentucky doing the same thing last night after beating Mississippi State in double overtime. Um. Also, real quick, uh, we saw some great shots of Bobby Pettiford and Eric Vanderhygen. Uh, apparently, they, they crossed paths on the basketball court last night. That was some pretty cool pictures. Um, baseball preseason number 11, our lowest-ranked preseason ranking, I believe, in, in quite some time. Uh, wow. We did have four preseason All-Americans, Levi Usher, Michael Carrion, Henry Davis, and Alex Bonellis. Um, we're still winning it. Still gonna win it, Joey says, and and we're gonna we're going to reschedule. We had a podcast with with Luke and them, uh, Colin and and Assad, and we had to, we had to cancel it because of COVID concerns. We will get that back up and running before, hopefully before uh, Luke leaves the city. Uh, last twenty twenty one is about to be the year of the Cardinal again. I hope not. Only because, only reason. You hope not. We're gonna win Do the college world series. Do you not realize what happened after the last year of the Cardinal? The last year, the last time we had the year of the Cardinal, I'd be okay with having a two fourths year. We we don't ha- we don't have those folks here anymore. Can we have a half a year of the Cardinal? We're gonna maybe? win. We're gonna win the women's basketball championship. We're gonna win that. the college world series. I hope. And I'm telling you, Midland and Malik coming back. We're gonna mess around and win the men's too. I, I'll say this: if we if we do get. Uh, we win the College World Series and the Women's Championship. I would be okay with an Elite Eight. Or I'm going to be okay men's. with an Elite Eight in Elite men's, men's basketball this year, anyway. True. Well, I remember, and Joe, you're not. But I go hard. <laughs> I go all the way in. Oh my! <sighs> we, with my predictions. Right, right, right. <laughs> I will say this: before the season, I was laughed at in our group chat, in the CSD group chat. Joe, you're not in that one. Um, Bunch of nerds anyway. <laughs> but I was laughed at when I said this was a top 25 team. Ben, Mitch, I don't think Dalton, but it, Ben and Mitch and I want to say Sam, it was either Sam or, or DP, one were like, no, what, you're crazy. There's no way this is going to be a top 25 team. And, but that I think also that was before it was announced that Midland and Carlique had been added to the team. So that might be a fair – no, it w- it was it was right before the season because I okay. said I did I couldn't see them as a top twenty five team unless the 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 sophomore class showed me that they had taken a right, step. Right, that's up, what you said. And it was did, on this so. show too. Was it on this show? Yeah, we, okay. we we did our predictions for the season. Okay, I couldn't. I, I got so laughed much at sport. too. I talked so much sport. Line. Yeah, we probably were. Yeah, uh, I I talked so much sports. I couldn't remember if it was on this show or if it was on. I, I call Steve sometimes and don't get off the phone for an hour and a half later because of an impromptu episode of. Uh, mid evenings with Steve Rummage uh, bust out on the telephone. But uh, last thing, and then we're going to close the show. We're over an hour. We told you we would be. 
we're we're not sorry. Uh, we're glad you enjoy our show. We appreciate the listens. Uh, but a lot of you have been asking me about the changes for the, for the football team. And right now, we're still waiting on three players to give us the decision whether they're going to transfer, stay, or go pro. And that is Cam DeGeorge, Ian Fiefer. Is that right? Fiefer? Pfeiffer. 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 Ian Pfeiffer. EMP. And Dorian Etheridge. We're still waiting on their decisions. I, I assume they'll be soon. But so far, here's the list of players that are returning. Cole Bentley, Robbie Bell, Tiberius Peterson, and C.J. Avery. Here's the list of the people that have transferred. Anthony Johnson, he transferred to Virginia. Russ Yeast, he transferred to Kansas State. Tobias Little joined his uh, old football coach at Missouri State. T. Webb transferred to Southern Miss. And Puma Pass, man, bless his heart. I hope he has the opportunity to shine, but... He will be playing uh, for Towson. Uh, I don't – is that Division One or is that – I'm sorry, is that FBS or is that FCS? FCS. FCS. I think so. Uh, and so far, here's a list of the players that have announced for the draft. Uh, Tutu Atwell, Javian Hawkins, Des Fitzpatrick, Rajay Burns, uh, Higgy wrote down Isa, Hugh, uh, Isa Hayes. Yeah, that's not how you spell it. We know. Jared Gowire. So those six have announced that they were going pro. Um, and only three will get drafted. Possible. No, I actually think that Rajay has a good chance of getting drafted. I've got a question for you guys. When I, I know, well, I didn't know, um, <laughs> joking, but uh, when was it all of a sudden the cool thing to do to transfer in the league? Because I know a few years back we weren't allowed. They would block your transfer to rivals. COVID. No, that's no. that's exactly it. Yeah, that's you're exactly not allowed it. to transfer in conference uh, unless well, the coach can. The coach. <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> anyway, Higgy. That that's was not, not me. Oh, it don't stink. Don't worry. Uh, okay, I heard, I thought I heard the new day playing the trombone in the <laughs> background. <laughs> I think I think it's just COVID. No, they've been doing rules. it before that, though. No, the rule is is that the coach. The coach can say whether or not sign a waiver. You can sign a waiver, to, but the ACC rules are you cannot transfer to to a conference or a rival team. I believe it's ACC. But, um, but we just got the Virginia Tech lineman, but because of right. co- because of COVID, I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. even even before okay. COVID, we had interrupting a, Higgy over we there. We had a uh, we had a defensive Should lineman last year that entered the transfer portal, portal and went to Florida State. Oh, Jared Jackson. Yeah, but yes. he, has, he had to sit out, though. He didn't right, but I'm saying, like, w- it was years before. Like, when did it become cool to try to be a Oh, leader? no, yeah. that I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. That, that I'm not sure of. Okay. But we are, like I said, we're still waiting on Cam, Ian, and Dorian to announce whether they're going to stay, go, or go pro. Uh, we wish everybody the best of luck in whatever they do. I appreciate your time here. Even the guy, even though Anthony Johnson went to Virginia, we still appreciate you and hope that we burn you next year for a t- touchdown. He should have played a lot more. This he year. really should have. But we we don't we don't get into that. We don't we don't talk trash about individual players. That's just not how we roll. We can talk about it after the show. I know exactly who you're going to talk about, and he's not he's no longer with the team. That's who he should have been playing over. But nevertheless, uh, that that's what we got for y'all here. Uh, as far as the the football roster changes, 
great first show of the year. Higgy joined us. Higgy, we appreciate you coming in today. Glad to be back. We hope hope to have you uh, back sometime in the future. As as always, you you are our 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 cleanup guy. Uh, you're the, you're there to put the tape on the, on the cardboard, as they say, to hold it all together. So we appreciate you. <laughs> Uh, tape on the cardboard. Taking Wes's spot back, right? It's fine with me. Well, you can't take Wes's <laughs> spot back. He, he, he. You know what? Why don't y'all wrestle for it in a bowl full of mashed potatoes and gravy? We know who would I win wanna, that one. I want to see that. Hi, <laughs> bro. We, 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 we do know who would win that. But anyway, thanks, Higgy, once My again. on you, buddy. And probably your dinner as well. But. We we appreciate everybody tuning in. We appreciate y'all supporting us, sharing the the podcast. We will get this out to you all here just as soon as possible. Uh, we try to try to get things done for y'all uh, in a very timely manner. So we'll get that uh, shout out again once to all of our uh, once again to all of our fine sponsors: the Jermon Brown Foundation, Shack in the Back Barbecue, Four Pegs Bear Lounge, Custom Multi Cates, Fitness Market, Derby City Lawn and Landscaping. Working on more, uh, Dalton. I need. I, I think I'm putting a, a hot tub in the backyard. I'm gonna need you to jump on that for me, homie. I got you. Um, if you'd like to sponsor the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, give us a call at five zero two six nine four zero three seven five, or just hit us up on social media. Uh, on Facebook, it is Cardinal Space Sports Ooh. Space Zone. Sorry. Um, on <laughs> Sorry, Twitter, it's at Card Sport Zone. And it's the same on Instagram uh, and and everywhere else, I believe. It's Card Sport Zone on Facebook. It is the three words spelled out. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google, Amazon, and iHeart Podcasts, uh, the self-proclaimed number one avenue for podcasts. Hit subscribe now. If you haven't listened to all the episodes of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast, go back. Check them all out. We have the drop-down menu at cardinalsportzone.com. Just hit podcast and CSZ podcast, and we'll have them all there for you. Uh, Shout-out to our recruiting team. Most of them sitting here at the table. Uh, Sean is here in spirit. Uh, doing a phenomenal job. They've got some stuff in the works. Have had some stuff in the works for a couple weeks, dating back before the, the Christmas break. Looking very forward. To seeing what they have coming out, the whole the whole Cardinal Sports Zone team is doing great things, and I really do appreciate them doing that not only for you all, uh, but but for me and ev- for for each other. Um, shout out to everybody out there that is sharing the podcast. We really do appreciate you. If you have any ideas for suggestions, or if you have any ideas or suggestions, or suggestions for guests, guests. Shoot, Higgy's sitting next to me. That's what happens. Shoot me a DM at Jeremy underscore CSZ. Uh, individually on social media, you can find, again, at Card Sports Zone, at Jeremy underscore CSZ. You can find Dalton at Defense underscore. You can find LL Cool Sam at Baseboy124. Joey. Joe Woman526. And our guest fill in, Higgy. I am the Higgy. I know, but what's your Twitter name? I am the Higgy. I understand who you are, but what – oh, okay. Sorry. Any last words? Higgy, since you're the guest, I'll let you go ahead and start off. Any last words? Everybody stay safe these last few – these next few weeks. We will get through what this. What do you mean by these last few weeks? That's what I'm about to say. What is <laughs> Wait, you know something you, I don't? 
and everybody's wearing a mask. Higgy's like, I'm not coming back. Joey? Uh, help control the pet population. Please <laughs> have your pet spayed or neutered. And uh, Maryland sucks. Texas now sucks. And Louisville's going to win everything. All right. Sam? Go Cards. <laughs> <laughs> no relax? We don't get a relax? That's later. Okay, Dalton? <laughs> You'll have to fill me in on what Sean's wear a mask. <laughs> What's he say? <laughs> he says wear a mask. Wear a mask. Unaffin' believable. Unaffin' believable. Renewyourfarmersonly.com <laughs> memberships. <laughs> Is it a membership? Yeah, we got Renew Sean's membership. Oh, I don't know. It was a membership. Hey, take it easy on the kid. He's not. Christian Mingle. Look, I told him that we was going to help him this year, this past year. Our New Obviously, Year's COVID, resolution. Well, COVID, COVID got in the way. We're not going to let COVID get in the way this year. We're not going to let COVID stop. No. So I'm going. I'm. I, I mean, if y'all want to pitch in, that's fine. If not, we're going. We're going to. Uh, and no, we're not pitch in like y'all are probably thinking. <laughs> no, even I'm, though, if y'all want to pitch in, I'm not tag team yeah. or nothing. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to make it happen in the 21. Absolutely. Real, what, you gave me a great idea there. Higgy, New Year resolution. What's your New Year's resolution, buddy? It can be sports-related, personal, uh, the menus at McDonald's, anything. To get the McRib permanently on the McDonald's menu. Why are you the way that you are? No. I, I say 15 pounds. Lose 15 pounds. You want to lose 15 pounds in 2021. That's your resolution. Yes. Well, you should be able to do that in about two weeks. Joey? I don't make them because I always break them. Sam? My New Year's resolution this year is to, one, not have a New Year's resolution, <laughs> and two, go go ahead and just enjoy life for what it is. You never know when it could be taken away from you or taken away from someone else you love. Amen. I'm with you, Sam. I do not believe in New Year's resolutions. I don't need a, a passing of another year to uh, make – myself a better person it's a it's a daily struggle just to to love myself always to bet on myself and at the end of the day um treat others you know the best way possible my new year's resolution don't you say something slick i see him over there <laughs> i was gonna say i don't struggle any day to, to love myself <laughs> <laughs> that, that's oh my very goodness. my new year's resolution is to bring sexy back okay uh, i'm gonna lose all this weight that i gained during the covid crisis and uh, just to try to help Sean. I mean, we've had hashtag get Sean a date for about seven years now. We're going to actually follow through on that uh, this year. E-Harmony. E. There we go. For match.com. Sean, you're listening. Send me a photo. A sensible photo. A good photo. Yeah. If you Not have one of the one. ones you sent Jeremy. Oh, he didn't send them. <laughs> she no did. shirtless pics. No, that's Higgy's thing. No shirt. This didn't sound right. Higgy sent me a shirtless Snapchat once. Oh, my God. <laughs> Until next time, Court Dennison is the man. Recruit Salah Brown. And Always. this has been the Cardinal Sports Zone Podcast. Relax. Yeah, the, the dude Especially did. Not Higgy got snacks. Oh, Chiefs. Go Steelers. Go. Go home. Make me. Go Ravens. McRib. Dude, you say that, and it's two Steeler fans to your left and your right. And you ain't even a Ravens fan. You